Baby. I guess I'm different. Relationships for me ain't simple. Starts out so good, I mess it up with my mental. Putting in time, now I'm seeing potential. And I put my heart in it. You were loving everything but me. Got time for it. Just look what it did to me. Now I'm like, I already know my worth, but I'm allowing it to happen. Even though it hurts, I just want to feel happy, so I put that first. I don't even know what's worse. It's like my love life's rehearsed. I'm thinking that I must be cursed. Now I'm starting to put me first. It's the best thing I did for me. And I let you free. And it was the best thing I did for me. Yeah. All right, you guys. We're going to run that back one more again, one more again. Uh, guess not. <laughs> ah, let me see where is it. There you go. 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 What's up, three timers? What's going down, three timers? Okay, what's going on? Hey, Greg, how you doing? Yes, what up, sleep? What it do? What it do? <laughs> oh, you ain't put your threes in the box, sleep. You gotta say three timers. Yes. We need y'all to put them threes up in the comments while y'all sitting there watching us. Looking at us. Hey. Okay, Tamika. There go Mimi. Mimi put them threes up there. <laughs> That's what That's we talking about. Gang banging on it. <laughs> I keep telling her no gang signs. No gang signs. I'm saying we, 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 we against the Tasha Clay clip. <laughs> Tasha, Tasha, Tasha Clay. Clay. I like Tasha K. Oh, okay, yeah, and Bestie don't like Tasha K, y'all, so... But that's my girl. That's my girl. I like her. A lot of people like her. Tanilla, Tanilla ain't, you know, you can't be on in our gang liking that other gang. <laughs> well, our gang gonna always come first. Three timers, y'all gonna always come that's first. Right. Three timers. <laughs> yeah, they go sleep. He don't put them threes up there. He don't put them threes up there. <laughs> yes, but you guys, thank you so much for coming out here tonight with us. Yes. Yes, it's been a rough day. Yes. How about how about uh is America great again? <laughs> <laughs> Is America great again or what? Because you know Girl. what? If you ain't never, ever, ever believed in white privilege, you got to see it today. Yes. 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 You got yes. to see it today. Yeah. We had real white privilege today because I bet you if they was just, a, they didn't have to be black. If they was just a couple of tones darker, <laughs> it'd be somebody's thinking. <laughs> It would have been a bunch of them. Period. A bunch of them. And that's so sad. That's just so sad. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. It, it just, it didn't look too hot. It ain't look too hot. It mm -hmm. wasn't too hot. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But we do got some clips, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. Of course we're going to fill y'all in with the latest tea. 
Yes, yes. Now, this is just, you know, for those that haven't seen it, which everybody I'm sure has. So this is just the beginning of it, um, if I'm not mistaken. This is just two minutes of it. So uh, can you see it, Bestie? Yeah, I can see it. All right. Well, let me go ahead and hit my mute button right quick. Mm-hmm. But now, and then escalated to this assault on the Capitol. And now, Eamon, we have new video. Yeah, that's right, Shep. These uh, <clears throat> pro-Trump loyalists have stormed the Senate floor now. Uh, and Frank Thorpe, who is the uh, NBC News Capitol Hill reporter, has just tweeted out this video, which you can see now, of protesters on the floor milling about at least one of those protesters wearing a, a Trump flag as a cape. You can see another one appears to be unloading a, a suitcase or a duffel bag of some sort. And, and the protesters at the point that video was taken, he just tweeted that out a few moments ago, uh, appear to have total and unrestricted uh, control of the Senate floor. I don't see any Capitol Police presence there at all on the U.S. Senate floor uh, as we watch those protesters sort of milling about without uh, really seeming to have any sense of what they're going to do once they got there. But the concern among many here in addition to the symbolism, is going to be who got onto the Senate floor, what did they bring with them? This is a very controlled security environment where everybody who comes in has to be has to go through metal detectors, have their bags checked and everything else. All of these bags now have been brought into the Capitol complex. Uh, it's not clear by whom, with what intent, what was brought into the Capitol, where all those people are right now. This is an enormous security nightmare of, of epic proportions for the Capitol Police now to deal with all of these people roaming uh, the Capitol, angry, sh uh, shouting. We've seen video of them fighting with the Capitol Police inside the Capitol building. Uh, and now we don't know exactly what they're carrying or what their intent is, Jeff. So it's a very scary moment uh, on the Senate floor as you see those protesters have total control uh, over one of the most hallowed chambers in American democracy. Shepard Smith here. Thanks for watching. I wonder how they do that, bestie. Let them come to my hood. That's the scary. That's very scary. <laughs> how they do that, bestie? Girl. How they get away with all of that? Metal detectors. They up in there, though. Up in there. And Dwarkin just as calm. They had like they at home. They on a picnic. <laughs> picnic. Y'all know the real word of a picnic. You know what that means, right? <laughs> hey, MPO6. What's up, <laughs> MPO6? Yes. In the beautiful station here. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank oh, okay, you. I didn't even know who that was. Yes, thank you so much. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, what's up, Fallon? Hey, cuz. But girl, yeah, that was crazy. Right. That was crazy. Right. They was in Nancy chair saying Trump won. <laughs> I said, boy, look at boy, look at these, look at these folks. Girl, when they when he was in the chair. Hey cousin, hey Kanish, I was too through with them. Oh my God. I mean, they it couldn't <laughs> have been us. Oh, that's all I know. It couldn't have been us. I mean, I can't say that enough. <laughs> we wouldn't, I don't think we would um, you know, we going to Mama pop stores, <laughs> busting them down, stuff like that when we write. But these folks though went to the Capitol and went right on in. 
And I got another clip. I got another clip. Now, yeah. this clip, I'm not sure when to stop it. But uh, we just going to let it ride out and see when we're going to stop it. Right. Um, I can't remember exactly which one is which. Because uh, it's another one, too, we got. Uh, this it. This it. Now, this one, y'all, came from Audra. Hey, Audra, I know you out there somewhere, girl. But this came from Audra. She uh, wanted me to play this clip. And when I tell y'all, I searched and searched and searched and searched. And it was on a three-hour clip. <laughs> no, I did not watch it for three hours. But I did find it. And this was when the protesters was coming in. And when they came in, they saw a black security guard. <laughs> and a black security guard wasn't having it. He was just, it was crazy. So let me go ahead and play it, you guys, so y'all can see this. <laughs> let me mute myself. <laughs> Congressman, you know, you objected to today's certification of the Electoral College, the vote, but you called today's rioters storming the Capitol unacceptable as well. I, I'm just wondering if, if today's events, what you've witnessed up close with your eyes, if it's given you pause and if it's changed the way you're approaching this Electoral College certification. Uh, my my objection to uh, the Electoral College has nothing to do with politics. It has, me, it has to do with me exercising my constitutional um, obligation. Uh, if I see something, when I'm when we're certifying the election uh, in the Electoral College on January 6th, if I see something that's not right, I don't care if, it's, if it happened to Republican or Democrat. I don't care if it happened to Republican state or a Democrat state. I, I swore to uphold the Constitution on January 3rd, and I take that serious. Um, and and, to, and to, to put a specific blame on what happened today solely on our election is is uh, is almost ridiculous. Um, you know they, these fan, these flames, if you want to say, has been bitten uh, flame or been fanned for the last. Uh that was crazy, y'all. Crazy. That was crazy. Crazy. I mean, he's sitting up there running up the stairs from them, and they like, "I'm coming. I am coming." <laughs> but let it have been vice versa. Don't get me started. And they coming after a black man. Maybe let it be vice versa. A black man chasing white people during Black Lives Matter. I bet you he wouldn't have had no um club. He would have everything books. in me not to go to, to Facebook jail today. I'm telling you, <laughs> it took everything in me. I said, don't go to Facebook jail. Don't go to Facebook jail. We hoping that this tape make it. <laughs> this video make. It. <laughs> <laughs> we hoping that it make it, y'all. Because uh, yes. We because. got on here tonight. Do you hear yes. me? So I hope you guys is in for the ride because we finna get some things out today. Yes, yes, yes. So this is the last clip um, of the protesters. Like I said, a lot of you guys already saw a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but just for the people that didn't, you know, we want to make sure that we briefly show some things. So this is them inside of the place. This is when they walking in and shit. You know, when they put... Oh, uh, everything on here is allegedly, y'all. Everything is allegedly. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just talking you to things that smell good. That's all, we, that's all we doing. So, uh, let me go ahead and mute myself, you guys, and not play this clip. Elsa. Is that President Trump has not condemned this, has not called on the protesters to stand down. You've been a staunch ally of the president. Can you convince him to come out right now? Will you do that? As I, as I was stuck within my 
room. I called the president, explained to him what was going on. I know I put a tweet out. I, I, I begged him to go talk to the nation. Don't do it by Twitter. Um, I know that uh, that he's doing a message right now. To I called back. This has got to stop. And I know a message is supposed to come out shortly. So you believe the president is going to be speaking about this? And uh, when you say a message is coming shortly, what does that mean? Is some kind of a videotape message? Uh, that's what I believe when I, I was just calling back again to him, and I understand that's what was taking place right now. And you talk about all of us taking responsibility, and that's well-placed. I think and all of us have to think about and reflect on what's going on as we see this image of a mob moving through the Capitol that none of us could ever imagine in this country. What responsibility do you feel? Yeah, you guys. Wow. See, look at look at it's a sad day for our country though. But you it know, is. I don't know. I don't know if you know, God forgive me, but you know, it kind of feel good to watch the other foot, you know. <laughs> you know, like to see the white folks fight with the uh cops, you know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> they ain't doing nothing but fight with each other. <laughs> right. I just That's what, I what, 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 is what is the point? He gotta go. What's the point? That's my thing. What is they doing all this for? Trump won. You know what? Even if they cheated, they cheated when they put your ass in office. Get the fuck out. Exactly. At least when we do our protesting, it's because we're trying to send somebody to jail. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get somebody up off these streets. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for. But then, You're right, cool, G. Tara. They they walking around all comfortably like they having a picnic. Now, if, if, if y'all follow hey, me on Facebook, you see my post how they was how they was had all the army out for Black Lives Matter and mm -hmm. all that. And, 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 and look, they in there having a picnic. I mean, they wasn't even trying to hurry up. When we be going into these stores, the Nike stores, not me, mm -hmm. but the Nike stores and Gucci stores and all that, at least we trying to hurry up, get in, get out. Get 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 shit go. They, I mean, there was no purpose behind that at all whatsoever. No purpose. He has to go. There's nothing that we, it can't be changed. So y'all doing, by them doing this, what What do you think? What I, re is I read a post that he uh seen they found 50,000 extra ballots that were not counted. I was like, boy, if you don't go somewhere and sit down, did you save them from your election when you kept them from Hillary? <laughs> exactly exactly come on now uh, i don't know this is crazy you guys we definitely gonna have to pray for our country yeah. um my mama thank trump done sold us y'all <laughs> so who mama. i don't know what miss kelly might got a point you ain't no telling <laughs> I said, Mama, what did you talk about? She said, I, I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna y'all ain't gonna believe me. She said, But I think he done sold our country to somebody. She said, yeah, he got some North Korea or something. Mm -hmm. I and I try to try to play stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out. Miss Carolyn might be right. But I'm well, check it out. See if you can do some research at all. See if you can do some research. I'm gonna do some research. Yeah, I'm yeah, drinking a lot of timers. I'm gonna get back to y'all on that. Mm -hmm. Feel free to put the threes. <clears throat> Feel free to put the threes in the comments, y'all. Put them threes in the comments, you three timers. <laughs> 
But I'm drinking water tonight, you guys. Today is the last day of my vacation. My 13-day vacation is over. So it seems like it went so fast. It does. Are you just a laughing? <laughs> I, know, I, I want to just stay off, but I know you got to I know. I know. I wish I could. I wish I could. And you guys, also, um, before we go into this next thing, um, I did receive an email. And I, wanna, I want you guys to give me your opinions in the comments. But I did receive an email from my job uh, back in the end of December. And they basically were telling me that being that I'm an essential worker, that here in Georgia, they haven't opened it up to the public yet, but they are opening up to the essential workers, which would be me. And they told me I could go ahead and schedule a date that I can come in to the health department and get the vaccine, which is two of them that I would have to get. One on one day, and then the other one, I think they said 28 days later. Um, they're going to record me. I will have to, well, not record me like that, but they will send me alerts and I will have to respond back to them, mm -hmm. um, to the CDC and let them know how I'm feeling. Um, I'm not sure exactly how often, but between the time that I get it up until the 28 days when it's time for me to get the next one. And then days after that as well. Um, uh, I have not made my decision just yet. I do have people that's close to me that tells me, yes, go ahead and do it. If they can do it, they would be running down there right now, getting it done, just so that we could be out in these streets, you know, just calm down on the mask wearing and all that. Um, then I have people like Bestie and like my husband, that's like, uh, and some of my peoples is like, no, wait till my job make it mandatory. Um, well, I have no I will have to. It, it will be mandatory once the government says it's mandatory. So Just wait I really like that's what I want to do. Let everybody else get it first. <laughs> I'm not getting it out. I get it. I mean, like I said, I haven't made my decision. I'm not really sure. I do know that it's a personal decision that I would have to make on my own. So I definitely get that. You know, but at the same time, I just wanted to know what, you know, some of y'all thought out there. What would you right. do? You know, are y'all ready to get back into these streets and get back to post up too on Facebook on, on, on it? If y'all following me, y'all could go and uh, chime in because it's a, a heated discussion going on on there. If you want to chime in. Yeah, because, Definitely. you know, people have different opinions, difference of opinions, you know, because I have a, a my sis works in social services. So, uh -huh. like, she does uh, welfare appointments. So, okay. when she goes back into um, to work, you know, she's like, I, I, her health has been bad. You know, she don't want to put that in her body, you know. So, a couple of people on the post were just talking ridiculous. But I just want to, I, I want everybody to chime in, you know, on that post if you can. Exactly, exactly. Um, Kanisha says that she believes that it can't be mandatory. Why you feel like that? Uh, yeah. Why you feel like that, Kanisha? Uh, unfortunately, at my job, though, it will be mandatory once the government makes, makes it mandatory. So, right. I don't know. You know, it is what it is. You know, I stay prayed up. Um, I know God ain't gonna let me go up out like it. He ain't gonna let me be the last heartbeat. You on um, you, oh, he ain't gonna let me be the last heartbeat. That's what he ain't gonna be. <laughs> he ain't gonna let me do it. So, you guys, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and go on to the next um, topic. Bestie, you want to say anything else on that? She said your religion can be against it. 
Also, it can go against your health well-being. Bring me up. She want to come up. Go stay up. All right. Yes. Bestie, how did you come in? Can you invite? Um, on you. On you. So you got I, I can send her an invite, though, I think. Yeah, send her um the invite. Is she your friend? Mm-hmm. That's my cousin. I wonder she is she my friend on Facebook. Okay, just go to um invite and copy the link. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to step out and step right back in. Okay, copy the link and then. Okay, I'm gonna go send it to her now. Okay. All right, so best got to step down. Unfortunately, why she leave me up here like this? Why she leave me up here like this? Oh, best. I thought you missed step down. <laughs> yeah, I'm stepping down from the, the camera. <laughs> oh, she says she don't have Facebook. You hear me? Oh, yeah. Let me send it to her phone then. Yeah, you can send it to her phone or you can send it to um, her email as well. And then she come right on up. I'm finna, um, because I know she want to talk about this, but let me go into the next one because it's a very short clip. Um, it's not even a clip. So um, I'm sure everyone was aware um, on yesterday and the day before yesterday, um, this guy right here, who we all love and adore, um, Mr. Dr. Drake, was in ICU after suffering the aneurysm. Um, it was kind of scary, you guys. We know what the hell was going on with Dr. Dre. I know I was getting nervous. I was getting real nervous. But it said hip hop legend Dr. Dre is reportedly in, in a Los Angeles hospital after suffering a brain aneurysm um, reported by TMZ. Um, the music entrepreneur is reportedly in the ICU at Cedar Sinai Medical Center, TMZ said, and was rushed to the hospital yesterday. The 55 year old is lucid um i guess that's how you pronounce it sources told the site but doctors are still working to find out what caused the brain bleed in the first place so um ice cube he sent out his love send your love and prayers to the homie dr dre to everybody and the, everybody got nervous i got nervous everybody was scared I don't care who you was. Everybody. I, was, I was because I've never seen anyone just, I know it's possible, but I haven't seen anyone come back from an aneurysm, a brain aneurysm. Yes. So, oh, there she go. There she go. Hey, Kanisha. Hi, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Well, Kanisha, give me one second. Welcome, Kanisha, you guys, to the building. In the building, in the building. But um, let me read this one right quick. And then we'll go ahead. Oh, Bessie done drop down. She done drop down. But okay. um, let me read this next one right quick. Now, Dr. Dre, you guys, did come out on Twitter last night. If you guys was watching my page, you will see late last night, I was I was up y'all late and I saw his tweet came out and it says, um, thank you, my family, friends and fans for their interest and well wishes. I'm doing great and getting excellent care from my medical team. 
I will be out of the hospital and back home soon. Shout out to all the great medical professionals at Cedars. One love. So that's wonderful to hear. That okay, Kamisha, if you can't hear anything, go out and come back in. Can you hear Kanisha? I guess not. She couldn't hear. She's sitting in the private chat, said she couldn't hear. Oh, yep, it is a private chat over there. <laughs> it sure is. So, you guys, yeah, Dr. Dre, he's said he's doing better. He's doing great. His exact words. He's doing great. He's getting excellent care from the medical team. Shout out to Cedars Hospital. You know, y'all, please take care of Dr. Dre. We need him out here in these streets. You know, we need him. He ain't doing too much, too much right now. But hey, we just need him to be out here. We need to hear his name. Shit. Mm -hmm. And he's going through so much with that divorce from his wife and everything. You know, I think he was very, very stressed out and stuff. I really, really do. So, um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and close out, Dr. Dre. Y'all uh, keep him in our prayers. Definitely, definitely keep him in our prayers. I'm just, I, you know, the fact that he uh, could write and talk after the aneurysm is a very good sign. So, I, I yes. think like doing good, and um, thank God for that. Yes, and he said he'll be home soon. They yeah, and I heard that too, Tamika, yeah. that there was an attempted burglary, burglary on his house while they knew that he was in the hospital. What? We don't have five people. Mimi, wait. In the hospital. Let's go hit him up. Go get some great beats. <laughs> <laughs> He better go anyway. My yeah, way. I'm like, boy, pray for our people, Father God. Yes. Okay. Tamika said that they did catch the suspects, you guys. Good. Good. Yes. But I'm gonna uh, still do some research on that because I would like to know about that. That's crazy. Yeah, I heard about that earlier today too. I forgot to research it though. I was like, oh, these niggas ain't shit. They ain't no. They ain't right. They ain't right. Well, we finna go into our main topic tonight, you guys. I had so much going on tonight, well, today, um, being that it was my last day of work. Uh, I mean, my last day on vacation. So I had some things I had to take care of. So a lot of the stuff we got ready last night. Um, but there's a story that is not getting a lot of attention. So I wasn't able to put it on my Facebook page today to let you guys know what the topics are. So I apologize for that. Um, but there's a special topic that we want to talk about tonight. It's not getting a lot a lot of attention. Um, the two little toddlers, toddler boys, um, they're missing in Cali City. And it's heartbreaking. It's mm -hmm. really, really heartbreaking. Definitely. They've been missing since December 21st. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, December 21st, they've been missing. So they have adoptive parents. Um, the mother, the biological mother is saying that they're with foster parents and that she was trying to get herself together to get them back. But the news is saying that they are the adoptive parents. So I didn't know that, and I could be wrong, but I would know that once you get adopted, that you can, as the biological mother, you can work on getting yourself together to get your kids back. Right, right. Unless you get you give up your rights permanently, or oh, okay. taken from you permanently. I had a friend okay. that was from here, moved to Texas, and they took her kids permanently. 
Oh, okay. And then they could go and get adopted, and she can't get them back yeah. because she gave up her rights. She gave up her rights permanently. Okay, so if you don't I'm get sure like some type of like for instance with um losing Isaiah, uh -huh. I think there is some type of provision where you can go back, and I'm trying to help her with that right now. So we're gonna see what okay. what all she can do. But yeah, okay. it's kids missing all over the country every day, and nobody's paying attention to it. No, nope. especially the kids that are in CPS or nobody wants, or they're here, there, a little bit of everywhere. Come up missing. Nobody even checked for him. Yeah. So let's go ahead and play this clip, you guys. We do have about three or four clips on this because these kids are still missing. And um, I just feel like this is something that everybody needs to know about. So it might be some people that's just coming in. It might be some people that come in after this clip or after the next clip. But I just want to make sure that everybody knows about this. It's nowhere on CNN. You know, I, it's hard. You can Google it and it'll pop up. But that's because it's just now starting to come out where people know about this. So um, let me go ahead and play this clip. Let me mute myself. Well, Alex, I can tell you this. Speaking to the adoptive parents was incredibly telling as for the first time since the kids went missing, they're telling us exactly what happened from their perspective. Now, it's also important to mention that the community here, a lot of neighbors told me that the parents have been virtually absent from all search efforts, raising a lot of concern out here in California City. But the adoptive parents told me that's because they've been busy with the police investigation and that police told them that they don't need to be out there searching because there's already an uh, adequate amount of people doing so. I came to the house, I saw them there, one house, I came back out, I didn't see them now. Trezell West details the moment his two adopted boys, three-year-old Orson and four-year-old Orin, went missing Monday night from their California city home. Moments before, West says he was gathering wood to start a fire. I opened up the back gate, I'm throwing wood, bringing it inside the house. My wife's inside, she was actually wrapping gifts, so we thought it was a good idea that they our youngest to go outside and play with chalk on the back patio. Shortly after, Wes says he no longer saw the boys on the patio. He asked his wife, Jacqueline, if she saw them. She said no. That's when he says panic set in. I realized that I left the gate open and I panicked, came inside the house, searched the house, me and my wife. Once that hadn't pan out, I got in the van. I looked down the street, most directions. It was getting dark, getting cold. West said he then called the police within minutes. Since then, California City Police, the FBI, and the Kern County Sheriff's Office have been investigating. Police searched the couple's home Tuesday night, then interviewed the couple at police headquarters. Meantime, multiple search efforts were launched, which continued Wednesday, including with the help of the boy's biological mother, Ryan Dean. Hey, if you're a mom and you're struggling to provide financial Now, one thing I want to say is, did y'all see how he just had his hands like this the whole time? Did y'all catch that? Let me, um, Bessie, you still on mute. Let me, um, see if I can rewind that a little bit, you guys. Yes. And, you know, and the crazy did you part see that, is, Bessie? he said, huh? Did you see that? How he had his hands folded the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
And you know, um, psychologically, you know, because I used to want to be in a BAU, you know, on criminal minds, a certain way people behavior is acting. You know, like he said, they was cutting up wood for a fire. I hope they ain't burn those kids. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I hope they didn't burn those kids. Now, I don't think they found any wood burnt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they did um, search the house. And mm-hmm. um, but it's just mighty strange to me that he went outside to get some wood so that they could burn. That means it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. And she's inside wrapping gifts. Why would you send a three-year-old and a four-year-old outside? Because you're wrapping gifts. And you got other kids. There's other kids in the house. Why they couldn't go in the rooms with them? Right. That they were the youngest too. Right. And see, I'm a criminal. Yeah, Kanisha, I watch Criminal Minds. Yeah. Criminal Minds. You know, that's the type of thing that I I pay attention to people's behavior more than their words. Yeah. How they move, how they act, you know, more than what they say. Because it tells more than, than the actual words. And they don't look too concerned. The fact that they don't even want to go look. Yes. That's strange to me. That's strange. We don't even want to go look. You know what I'm saying? Like it's enough people already looking. Yes, they was left. They left them outside alone, and it was dark outside. It was dark outside. She told them to go out there on the patio and play, and they just happened to a three and a four year old just happened to walk out of the backyard. But you guys, the crazy, crazy part is this town. Where they live at, all the open field. You guys, you'll see. You'll see. Like I said, I got more clips on it. It's just, it's amazing to me. And they're the cutest little boys. Now, this is the biological mom. And she has something that she had to say. Why she lost her kids in the first place? They've been missing since 5 p.m yesterday, which is, I don't understand. I don't understand. Dean says that imagining her boys are gone is a nightmare. She says that she misses them every day and is heartbroken that she isn't involved in their lives. Dean hopes that her children are okay and that she will be able to see them again. If they find my kids, can they just give them back to me? Whatever I have to do to work on it, to get them. I'm, I have a home. I have a car. I have a job. I, I have money. It's nothing to provide for them. I don't come. I come from a good background, as you can see. And I don't understand. I just want my babies. If they find them, just give them back to me, please. That's all I want. If they just find them, I just want my kids back to me. 23BC did speak to the biological father of the two missing toddlers who declined interviews and wished to keep their names private. If you have any information regarding this case, call Cal City Police at 760-373-8606. Now, I don't know if y'all seen a post I posted maybe about a week, sometime this week, earlier this week or maybe this weekend. It was this little white girl. She got taken away from her parents because they smoked weed and the baby died. They, the, the, the foster parents killed the baby. Now, I used to work for group homes. 
I had a group home shut down because not only was this man making millions off the group home, he was feeding them spoiled food. He was not keeping their bathrooms, uh, the plumbing done. He was not buying them their necessities, pads. I had to buy them pads, perms, and stuff like that. So while everybody be running out to go call CPS to report somebody is, you know, a, a child being mistreated, try to find other measures before you put these kids in other people's hands that's looking for a check. Yes. I wish Julie wouldn't mind coming up. She probably ain't got herself together, but that's Julie's specialty. That's where she works at. She's been working with that for years. She takes the calls for CPS. She, she does it all. She does. Did you get the clip with the Amber Alert lady that was kidnapping the kids that worked for Amber Alert? No, I didn't get that one. I'm sure I got it, but I must have um, pull it up. Yeah, because, I mean, there yeah, are people that's that working in these agencies that are supposed to help these kids that are there to hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. It's sad. And I asked Julie, I said, Julie, how do you know for sure that they be the right ones? You know what I'm saying? That they being honest or they lying. And she just said she has to ask multiple, multiple, multiple questions. Simple questions. I remember if I'm not mistaken, I know she said one time somebody, they make, they just make call for all type of different things. You know, mm -hmm. I can't pinpoint which one, but they make call mm -hmm. for all different things, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just crazy. It's crazy. I, um, Y'all got it. We got to do better. We got to do better. When it's something serious, call. Don't be calling on no bull crap. You know what or, I'm or, or before you just call, go find out if there's somebody else that can get those kids in the family. In the find family. Out if you really care, you know what I mean? If you really care about those kids' well-being, do, would you feel bad if you took them out of that bad situation and put them into a worse one? Exactly. So you gotta, you know, because nine times out of ten, you know, I'm not saying that all people are like that, but a lot of these foster homes are doing this for the money. When you when you try to find somebody in the family, it's somebody that actually have their blood. The chances are higher that they may survive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's. I don't it's know. Sad. It's sad. Sad. Because I work for a lady out there in Georgia. Remember Miss Willingham? Yeah, I remember her. Baby, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's rough. I remember her. Well, let me go ahead and play this other clip. We're still talking about the two men and boys in Cali City. Mm -hmm. Just one moment while I go to the next clip. Austin, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but there are neighbors shouting outside at the foster parents' home right now. Tensions are pretty high. According to neighbors, there was a police presence here around 9 p.m. They were uh, told that they were digging in the backyard of a foster parents' home. This comes to us as there is a new memorial outside the home in honor of the two missing boys. It's been, what, four days? It's going on four days. Tomorrow is Christmas. The Cal City community is still distraught over the two missing boys. There is now a new addition to the neighborhood. This is a small memorial, leaving candles and toys, hoping the toddlers come home safely. We'll have to get together as a community and just try to help find these children ourselves and do the best we can. Orin and Orson West have been missing since Monday night as search efforts continue Thursday. According to neighbors, police arrived at the foster parents' house Wednesday night. They also say that Cal City police, along with the FBI, started digging in the backyard, which caught the attention of Wayne Leonard. It's a noise like jackhammering or rotohammering, like they were trying to dig through dirt or break concrete. 
The adoptive parents gave their account of what happened on Wednesday, claiming that the two boys went outside to play with chalk while their adoptive mother wrapped their Christmas presents. Their adoptive father said that he left the gate open. When he realized the boys were gone, he began searching for them. The adoptive parents declined an interview Thursday, saying police advised them to stay inside, leaving some to wonder why. I would be nonstop looking if it was my child. He wouldn't even keep me inside. Despite search efforts that haven't turned up anything, neighbors are still trying to think positive during a dark time in this small community. Hopefully, you'll find your children alive for Christmas. We have not gotten confirmation from police if this is now a criminal investigation or not. Uh, Cal City Police are asking that if you do have any information about these two missing boys that you call 760-373-8606. In Cal City, Bain Ferroni, 23 ABC, connecting you. You know, that's, that, 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 that's sad. You know, my thing is... <sighs> How do they have 10 adopted kids? No, 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 no. She's saying that foster homes be having right. 10 kids. Yeah, yeah I, I worked in people. one with 12. Oh, yeah, I worked in one with 12. We had 12 girls. The one I, I had, I one had home? foster home shut down. Yes, I had it shut down. <laughs> I called a state and had it shut down. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. Mm -hmm. I sure did. And, and um, how many bedrooms was it? uh four and 12 kids right and they would put four per room and they had one room for when they do all their chores and do what they're supposed to do they get to have that room to themselves for the whole week wow How long i mean i was there about a year but um when i started opening up canned goods that was 10 12 years old or um the meat was spoiled before it was even frozen i mean the way that they treat those kids see a lot of people don't understand the procedure that goes on in these group homes if me and you in the group home we teenagers right me and you get into it we have a fight they're going to send me to educare educare is going to evaluate me and say i have anger problems so they're going to up my medication so it was some kids I was giving nine and ten pills a day, strong as Depakote, lithium. I mean, at nighttime, wow. they literally slobbing on themselves. And at 18, they released them back to the streets. You know what I mean? They can stay and, and you know, sign themselves up until they're 21 or something up they yeah. go to college. But other than that, they're out on the streets without this medication or with it. It depends. You know, they mess these kids up so bad. And then set them free. And set them free. That's sad. So before you call CPS, I mean, just always remember that. You know what I mean? And say, okay, you know what? These kids are being abused. Let me see if I can get in touch with the auntie or something or the uncle or somebody. Exactly. We need to get something to do something about these kids before we try to put them in a household where somebody really don't care about them. Because at one group home I was working for, we had six teenage boys between 13 and 18 i was only allowed to give them one can good per meal one can one can of corn hmm. and i bought them pizza out of my paycheck i got rolled up and you only give them a certain amount of food 
certain amount of food. One no matter how hungry they was. No matter how hungry they was. And I mean, you okay. she's getting and she's getting 24000 a month, not buying them clothes, getting all their clothes donated, not buying them Christmas gifts, getting them Christmas gifts donated, just racking up all the coins. I'm telling you, these folks look very suspect to me. Very, 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 very suspect. They look very, very suspect. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, yeah, somebody could have came and kidnapped them kids. Mm -hmm. Somebody could have definitely came and kidnapped them kids. Definitely. Not only that, the mama. Um, mm -hmm. I saw Julie put in there that she didn't see no tears. Mm -hmm. You know, the mama could have did something. I don't know. I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I believe them, them adoptive parents that, that mm -hmm. wake up his hands like this. And I'm going to show y'all something else after this clip right here. I'm going to show mm -hmm. y'all um, a trailer on a movie on Netflix. If you ain't seen it, mm -hmm. you got to see it. It's called American Murders. The mm -hmm. Family Next Door. I know somebody in the comments have seen it. I haven't. It's when I tell you it is good. It's good. good. Yes. So let's get into this clip, you guys. Let me mute myself. Okay. And it's been 12 days since two California City boys were reported missing. Today, members of a community search party say they found items that could possibly be linked to the boys' disappearance. The owners of the Greenstone Marijuana Dispensary organized the search party, which began at 1 p.m. this afternoon. It included several dozen residents of California City and surrounding areas. According to members of the search party, a Christmas gift bag with one of the boys' name on it, as well as clothing items, were found during the search. The community members say the items were taken by police for further analysis. However, that information has not been confirmed with California City Police at this time, and it's unclear how the items ended up in the desert near the home. No other signs of the boys were found. The owner of Greenstone and Preferred Towing has put up a $20,000 reward for information on the boys' whereabouts. Anyone looking to, look, to collect the reward can call the California City Police Department at 760-373-8606. To remain anonymous but ineligible for the award, call the secret witness line at 322-4040. Now, all that land that y'all saw, mm -hmm. all that across the street from these people's house. And how do they get all the way across there with nobody seeing them? No, they're not saying they're, they don't know where these kids is at. They just over there looking, searching for them. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, there's no houses over there across the street from them. This is all dirt land. <laughs> like, wh where did somebody just walk up and get these kids? And they some, of the they neighbors, didn't. some of the neighbors said that they hadn't even seen th these kids there. Because <laughs> they just moved there. The foster parents or the adoptive mm. parents. They just moved there. Mm. So th these neighbors, some neighbors is saying that they have never even seen these two little boys. Now, as far as the gift bag, they said that one of the neighbors, just one neighbor, or somebody in the community went and dropped it off for the little boy. It was a gift. Mm -hmm. And they dropped it off for the little boy. And next thing they know, this bag is over there somewhere. And all this, all these people did was just go cut some wood mm -hmm. and wrap up Christmas gifts. And this gift bag that somebody dropped off is found over there in the um 
desert. You might as well say because that's what it looked like. A doggone desert over there. Right, right, right. I don't know, y'all. That's just that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I just hope they find these kids alive, Lord. I just really do. I mean, I think we all hope they find them alive, but at the same time, you guys, and we we have to pray and we have to have faith and believe. But these kids been gone since December twenty first. Mm -hmm. December 21st, a three-year-old and a four-year-old. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even imagine. I would be losing my mind. I don't even let my kids six years old and three-year-old go outside and play by themselves in front of the house. No. When I decide I got to come back in to get something, y'all come stand at the door. <laughs> when mama get what she got to get, then we go on here and we leave. Go back outside and play. But they do not play outside by themselves. A dog can come up and bite them. Anything can happen. Why I don't ran back in the house? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But I'm gonna go ahead and play this trailer, y'all. Let me go ahead and meet myself. Uh, this is on Netflix. It's called American Murder: The Family Next Door. You guys, it's a must see. Um, it will kind of put you in the mind a little bit of what's going on right now with what we're talking about um i don't want to if i don't know who's seen and who didn't see it so i'm not going to tell the whole story but i will go ahead and let you guys see this my name is nicole and i'm calling because i'm concerned about a friend of mine i dropped her off at her house at two in the morning last night and I haven't been able to get a hold of her this morning. I've gone to her house and her car is there. She won't answer phone calls. She won't answer text messages. What's her name? Shanann Watts. Hey guys, my name is Shanann. I just want you to know a little bit of my story. I went through one of the darkest times of my life and then I met Chris. And he's the best thing that has ever happened to me. How you doing? How's it going? There was no note or anything. No. I don't know what to do right now. I've done everything in my heart to make my family's life better. Tony Turtle! Tony Turtle! I think about like, did I cause this? Did I make her feel like she needs to leave? She said things were bad and that she didn't know what was going on with Chris. I'm worried sick. This is completely unlike her. My mom just never thought she was good enough. Do you have any idea if he thought his wife had a boyfriend? Maybe she sat there and thought about it. Do I really need to stay here right now? Like, if he doesn't love me, maybe I should just go. Did she accuse you of anything? I tortured him. I rejected him. Did you cause Shanann's disappearance? We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised anything. There's only one person in this room that knows what the truth is. And in about five minutes, there's going to be two of us. That's hey, on Yes. I want y'all to go see this. I would love to talk about this on the show. It's, it's, it's great. It's a documentary. It's not a movie. Movie is real. Mm. Mm -hmm. Document all of this from the beginning to the end. These are the real people that you guys see that's on there. 
And it's just, it's sad. They seem like they had the happiest family in America. Right. But you never know what goes on behind closed doors. What's the name of it again? Let me put it in the comments. Yes, put it in the comments. It's called American Family. Um, American Murder. I'm sorry. American Murders. The Family Next Door. Murders. Okay. Yep. American Murders. The Family Next Door. Yeah. That y'all that and that same man that you guys saw on there, um, her the woman's husband. Mm -hmm. The whole time he doing the same thing that that um adoptive father was doing with his arms, going like this, you know. And that's what made me bring this up to you guys so that you guys can go and see it. So um, check it out, and we'll give our feedback on it um, probably okay. next week or something. All right. So um, this is the last clip of the babies, you guys. Um, I know it was a lot of clips, but I just want everybody to be aware. Yes, oh, definitely. I'm sorry tonight. Yes. It's been. Oops, sorry, sorry, you guys. Um, that's not on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, we just want everybody to be aware of what's going on. There is a website on Facebook, not a website, on Facebook called. Um, AV crew, AV news crew. Mm -hmm. I will also put that in the comments after the show. He, okay. This guy is documenting everything. Okay. Good. Matter of fact, he's documenting everything that's going on with this. Good. To the end. And if you want to know more information about it, I couldn't tell. Could you tell what race the adopted parents were? To me, one of them looked at black. The man looked at black, and the um, girl looked at like she could have been Hispanic, maybe. Okay. White, Hispanic. I don't somewhere up in there. Because I couldn't really tell. That's why I was asking. Yeah, but he definitely looked at um, he definitely looked at like he was black to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Wendell said he watched it. Wendell, you better come back on next week so we can <laughs> talk about it. Cause that was crazy. It was crazy. But okay, you guys, let me hit mute. We finna go into the next clip. Almost two weeks since two boys in California City were reported missing. Residents in California City have looked for the boys since they heard the news. And today, Bakersfield had its own search party. 17th Perma Shaheen tells us more. A three-year-old and a four-year-old disappeared, leaving barely a trace. It's a mystery that has people 65 miles apart searching for the same thing. Almost two weeks ago, the adoptive parents of three-year-old Orson and four-year-old Orrin West reported them missing. The West family lives in California City, which is surrounded by desert, making search efforts difficult. Police in California City are still trying to find out where the boys were last seen. But we've, we've contacted just about everybody in this neighborhood. None of the neighbors have seen the kids. On Saturday, one search party found a Christmas present that had one of the boys' names on it. But 17 News found that that was the same present a neighbor had dropped off in front of the adoptive parent's house last Monday, a week after the boys were reported missing. The search continued today, but this time in Bakersfield, around 70 miles west of California City. Bakersfield, a kind of county period, when it comes to things like this, they come together and we all try to help out in any way we can. We don't even know each other, but we're all here for the same reasons. The adoptive parents only recently moved to California City. Residents say they lived in Bakersfield last year and worry the boys could have gone missing there. I just feel, I hope they're alive.
Told you it wasn't on YouTube. <laughs> okay, listen. That's weird because one the my, my friend that moved from here, she's from Bakersfield. The one right. that uh, moved to Texas and lost her rights to her kids is from Bakersfield. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. That is crazy. Right. Yeah. And the family went off. I thought I had that clip, but I, I guess I didn't. The family went off. Go get they it. went I off broadcast. Yeah, they was upset. The um auntie, the auntie was going off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she went off real bad. I mean, somebody but, um, need to. Definitely, I agree. I definitely agree. And, you know, if that was my family, I wouldn't be. They wouldn't be able to go all the DoorDash. I'd be outside the house. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, this is the last clip. This is the mom once again. Um, she was Did they ever say why she lost the custody of the kids? They never, no one is talking about that. Okay. No one is talking about that. I did some additional research to try to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Can't find it nowhere. Nowhere, mm. nowhere, nowhere. And this is the the man um, that's following you guys. AV News Crew page on Facebook. Just search AV News Crew page. And he's like on here like every three, four hours. Every day. Mm -hmm. Going out, doing, looking for these boys, giving more and more documentary on it. Mm -hmm. So if it's a movie that's gonna come out behind this, he they gonna be the AV News crew page. <laughs> right, right, right. Because he got all of it. Yes. So let me go ahead and play this last clip. Well, that was Mama crying. I, I, I mean, that sounds sincere to me. It sounds sincere to me as well. It sounds it sincere does. to me. That, 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 that feeling that she feeling, I can almost feel it. Yeah, you know it what I'm like saying? Like, I, I wouldn't be able to say a word. I don't even see how I would be able to do an interview. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yep. So, yeah. you guys, you know, this is. This is crazy. You know, these little babies is just being taken from us. Just taken from us. You know, did you, did you get any of the clips I sent you of how many kids are missing in America right now? I did, but um, let me see. I can let me see if I can pull one up right now. Because I know you sent some over to me. Mm-hmm. And um with the stuff about the lady from Amber Alert. Yeah, the woman from Amber Alert. Do you remember which one that was? The missing? Uh, it's in my phone. Girl, because everything I see, because I'm looking at my phone right now, too. Uh, Americans kidnapping charges. That sounds familiar. Laura Sibley. Laura Sibley, that's her name. Laura Sibley. And, and, and just FYI, she worked for the Clintons. 
And when it was when everything all when everything came out that didn't come out in the wash, didn't get a chance to come out in the rinse because she came up dead. Yeah. See, that's that's why I didn't pull those up because those wasn't on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those not on YouTube. I sent you the videos from YouTube. I see the the court. That's not um, Laura Sisley. Sisley. Uh. Yeah, you. Yeah, it wasn't that. But I play one of them that um that you sent. Court mm -hmm. comment. Mm -hmm. Hold on, y'all. Excuse me, y'all. This volume on this thing is uh, loud. Yeah, well, yeah, I definitely apologize. Um, here's one right here that Bestie sent over. Let me go ahead and bring that one up right quick. And Bestie, you said these are just about people. About kids that are missing. See, now these two boys kind of shining a light on the situation, but they've been taking kids so long. It's like that hundreds and thousands of kids that are missing. And nobody knows. You got you got to think about it. They go to these third world countries. They go to these foster agencies. And you got people working in there. And they taking these kids and doing whatever God only God knows with them. And nobody can find them because a, a, a lot of them don't nobody even care about. Yeah. Yeah. This was one of them that you sent as well. Let's play this one. David, on the phone, let me start with you. Laura Silsby came to you, to your orphanage, said she was looking for orphans to take away. Didn't that strike you as odd? Yes. Um, um, Laura came to our orphanage friendly, very friendly, very polite, asking us, um, do we need help? And do we have any children that are injured and that need help and well we we answered them we have we told we told her that we had children that has that had fever and the cold and they said that they can help by giving us some medicine and but they she also, she also told us, you do we have difficulty she also told you that she wanted to take kids in into the Dominican Republic correct Um, well, let me let me explain it to you. She was asking us, can can she help us by taking a few children for um for us so that they could be raised in in a in an orphanage in an other orphanage. And what did you tell her about that? Oh, yes. What did you tell her about that, David? Well, I told her that. Um, Okay, I told her that um, the adoption process is is difficult for for me to take decisions, and the person that takes decisions is not here. So you told her that she could not take Arthur Lewis, my father. But you told her that she could not take kids into the Dominican Republic without the permission of the government, correct? No, I don't know much about. I don't know. Much. Now he's trying to change up his story. <laughs> no, I don't you see what, what I'm saying. <laughs> but this lady worked worked for Amber Alert. Wow! Can't nobody be trusted. Everybody trying to get these dollars. They trying That's to get what I'm these saying. dollars. 
that's what I'm saying. You got to think about all the kids that, you know, what about these kids that they can't find from um the uh Hispanic kids that they, they've been in the concentration camps and stuff like that? These kids mm-hmm. that are missing. Where they at? Where they at? You know, yeah. so I'm just saying we really need, this is a subject that is really close to my heart. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like nobody's paying attention to these kids. Exactly. Exactly. There's no way this three and four year old should be outside in dark time in the backyard by themselves. So it's so cold that y'all got to go get some um some um wood, cut some wood. That's crazy. Ice. Ice. Yes. I that I I feel so sorry for them babies. I really do. I I definitely separated from their parents like puppies. It seemed like slavery all back again. Uh, in, exactly. a, in, a, in a new form. In a new form. You hit that right. In a new form. They just but take I tried it to tell them when, I tried to tell them when I was in Texas. I was like, y'all, because it's a lot of them in Texas that feel like, oh, they superior to black people. I said, y'all just don't know. Y'all the new slaves. Mm-hmm. Y'all do what we won't do. And now look at what they're doing. They're doing what, y'all, what they did to us. Split our families up. Yeah. Yep, it's sad. It's sad. I'm not, and I know you guys remember these two little girls. Cause my thing is, some I did when I was doing the research. A lot of them were saying, "Well, those are the um, those are the adoptive parents' kids. They ain't gonna hurt them. The mama hurt them before the kids hurt them, or they may hurt them, but the mama ain't gonna hurt them." And well, you I, just I, don't know. A lot of those people are monsters. Y'all remember these babies? Y'all remember them? Daddy, they daddy killed them. Their own freaking father. Beautiful kids. Beautiful. And they was very close to one another. Beautiful kids. And let me play this clip uh, uh, on them kids. You know, thank God they caught their dad. Well, the daddy ended up killing himself. Thank you, thank you, Julie. But you know, when I get my money right, you better believe that's gonna be the first thing I put my money towards is finding these kids and this child sex trafficking, all Mm -hmm. of that. Yes, 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 yes. You guys, let me go ahead and mute myself. in the community, including Mayor Ginther, are in shock over the homicides of these two young girls, wondering how a father can take the lives of his own children. I had somebody knock on my door. She said that she thinks her boyfriend's coming after her. She doesn't have a jacket on or shoes or anything. Um, so we have her inside my house, but she's really afraid. Like, we need police immediately. That is the 911 call just before Columbus police say Aaron Williams shot six-year-old Elise and nine-year-old Ava. Then police say he turned the gun on himself. The girl's mother and Williams had been arguing when the mother ran to a neighbor's to call for help. No, like I'd rather just like go somewhere like to the shelter or something like oh. I understand, but officers are going to need to talk to both of you. So we, we need to know where he is as well, especially if he's threatening to shoot you officers show up and he's got a gun. We don't want anything bad to happen. We need to understand where he is. As officers arrived, they heard multiple gunshots. The officers that responded on the scene um, uh, attempted to revive the little girls uh, and even drove them themselves to the hospital. Uh, And when they got the news, uh, 
was just devastating to them. And For Mayor Andrew Ginther, not as the leader of the city, but as a father, the girls' deaths are upsetting. I'm a father first, and uh, my little one is about uh, the same ages as these little girls, and so just devastated. Uh, uh, and heart goes out to this family. Uh, such a horrible, horrible situation. In a statement over the weekend, the mayor wrote, the tragic events demonstrate that law enforcement is not always the answer. He explained further today. Law enforcement uh, couldn't have done necessarily anything to help avoid that situation, that there needed to be uh, additional resources from the community, particularly, you know, mental health and uh, intervention and preventive work that potentially we could have held this off. Aaron Williams had been charged with domestic violence once before back in 2018 with another family member. Ginther argues the state of Ohio should have a red flag law and that may have prevented this unthinkable situation. Clearly, uh, there were issues, a history of domestic violence that, you know, uh, we may have been able to, to intervene and get this individual some professional help. Uh, uh, you know, and certainly helped uh, support uh, him and his family in a different way. And the girl's mother told 10TV that the girls were each other's favorite person, that they slept in each other's arms, and that they had a very positive outlook in the world. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp, 10TV News. Oh, man, listen. I'm just saying, you know, this, this is so sad. You know, like I said, like we did the 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 um, mental health show. All of these things play a part in our yes. success. I'm telling you. We yes. have to go get the help we need so that we can help our kids in the right capacity. Yep. You know, and we got to stop acting like the things that didn't, that happened to us didn't affect us. Because a lot of the things that happened to us affect us. You know, and we don't even know it. You know, it affects like uh, one one thing I, I I wrote a post about. I had wrote a post about I don't like calling people, and I don't like calling people because I don't like them not to answer or text back. Rejection, but rejection. But it comes all the way back from me being a kid when I used to call my dad, and he didn't answer the phone. That feeling grew inside of me, and it. And it festered into my relationships because I, I've had relationships where guys are like, you don't never call or text me. I don't, you don't even like me. And I probably like them a whole lot. But because of what I've been through, it yeah. affected me. So what this man probably been through, if he had had some counseling or had some, some help, you know, that black people didn't frown upon getting therapy and, and, and going to see a psychiatrist. Exactly. could have saved those girls' lives. Yep. Yep. I'm telling you, when you guys see three-timers, when y'all see stuff going on that don't look right, we got to do something. We got to step up. You it's know, like a village. It's like a village. And you see that they're not acting like they should be acting. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not acting like normal kids their age. Right. Get them some help. Just be, just to be on the safe side. You know, see what's going on. Cause baby, like you said, bestie, we can stop a lot of things from happening. Right. Cause they're all because mental health. My kids, when their friends come over here, I evaluate all of their friends. 
I do. I'm sorry. I evaluate all of them and I talk to them because, you know, one thing I know, kids, they talk, I guess they, they open up more to people that aren't their parents, you know? Mm -hmm. So in, in any way, if I can be assistance to these, to these kids or to their parents, I try to be, you know, and I would hope they do the same for me because if something my kids can't tell me, you know, or don't want to tell me because, you know, I had one of my kids tell me that, mom, I would never tell you somebody molested me because I know you're going to kill them, you know? So exactly that, that, that even though they have an open line of, of uh, communication with me, they also worry about my own well-being as well. So you have to think about that when you think about your kids. They're they going to tell me everything. No, they don't. They're not going to tell you everything. That's why you got to have somebody in their lives that they can talk to and that can come and tell you and you not go back to them and let them know that they're being taught because that way y'all have an open line of communication that they don't even know about. Exactly. Exactly. So that's just that's just I, a, a, I kids that way. Yeah, we got we to take care of our kids one way or another. And we got to yep. let, let them know we are there for them regardless. You are so right. You are so right. All right, you guys. We're coming to the end of our show. Uh, we do have another three times the T shining star for tonight. We're going to try to do those every night. Mm -hmm. um, this young lady right here, baby, I love Megan. I love Megan. Oh my gosh, I love her husband. I love her. I love them. She together. is so pretty to me. She is. She remember is. her on Ease by You. Oh, do I? <laughs> really glowed up, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. She shall have. She shall have. So you guys, this is Miss Megan Monique Good, born August eighth, nineteen eighty one. Is an American. Actress and model, beginning her career very early. Good has um, appeared in numerous television shows, films, and music videos. In 2011, Good featured in an ensemble cast of the successful film version of Think Like a Man, and I loved her in that show. In that movie, me too. Me too. Uh, she played Joanna Locasto the lead character on the NBC drama series, Deception. She starred in the 2013 comedy, Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, as well as starring in the horror films, Venom in 2005, One Missed Call 2008, Saw 5 2008, um, The Unborn in 2009, and DC Comics, Shazam! And, and two biker boys. They didn't have biker boys on there. Um, actually, that was just from the um Wikipedia. Okay. And now they do have a list of all type of things she's played in. Um, as far as films, I'm just gonna point some of them out. Friday, Biker Boys, Ease Bayou, um, mm -hmm. Three Strikes, Deliverance, mm -hmm. um, Waist Deep, Waist mm -hmm. Roll Bounce. Um, jumping the broom, 35 and ticking. The list goes on, girl. Oh, and on. <laughs> um, as far as television shows, Gabrielle's Fire, On Our Own, um, The Parenthood, uh, The Gregory Hines Show, Touched by an Angel, My Wife and Kids, y'all. It's so many. and that, But that's what's good about her. You know, she's out here doing her thing. You don't hear too much bad things about her at all. At all. 
she's just a, a good person, <laughs> a good person. Um, and her husband, Pastor Devon Franklin, you know, you guys got to check him out. If you don't mm. listen to him, go on YouTube. You know, he's awesome. He is awesome. So, uh, yes, he defends his wife at all costs. I think they was on, I'm not sure what show panel they were on, but somebody had said something about how she was dressing. Baby, he snapped oh, yeah. them right on together. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He ain't played no games with it. He ain't played mm -mm, no games. Mm -mm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. y'all big ups to Megan Good um, Three times the tea shining star for tonight And she will be on the website as well you guys So please go check out our website Our website is not just a website It's also a blog So if you go down in the center of it You will see that we have so much new stuff on there um, so It's so much stuff you guys that we can't get the time to talk about it on the show, unfortunately, because there's so much stuff that goes on. So I really, really want you guys to go and check out the website. Um, again, it is www.3timesthetea.com. Can you see it, Bestie? Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Okay, and all you guys do is scroll down right here where it says latest buzz. Mm -hmm. You click on find more. And there you go. These are all our blogs. Got some and juicy stuff on there, y'all. Yes, stuff that we don't talk about. We add to this daily. Um, look at that. Little Boosie take his first steps. Look mm -hmm, at that. Mm -hmm. uh, this one right here is a must-see. Caesar and his oh, daughter. Oh, yes. Yes. Ooh, see that? His daughter cussed him out so bad. Oh, Ooh. my God. I had to try this. And look, I titled it Caesar. Black and crew, come get your daughter. <laughs> Brand. <laughs> but yes, you guys, we got so much. So please come on here and check it out. We add to it daily. We add to it daily. So um, you guys, you ready to go into the motivational? Yes, let's do it. All right, you guys. Here go our motivational piece. <clears throat> you okay over there, Bessie? <laughs> Girl's trying to talk without talking. <laughs> <laughs> talk without talking. You're so silly. Let me mute myself. <laughs> I was born in Miami, Florida, in an area called Liberty City, in an abandoned building on a hard linoleum floor with my twin brother. We were six weeks of age. We were adopted. When I was in fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled, educable, mentally retarded put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade. It was very difficult to pick myself up each day believing that I could do it. There were times that I doubted myself. I said, God, why, why is this happening to me? I'm just trying to take care of my children and my mother. I'm not trying to steal a rock from anybody. How did this have to happen to me? It was very hard. And here's what I want to say to you. For those of you that have experienced some hardships, don't give up on your dream. No one could have convinced me by holding off, by continuing to push forward, by continuing to run toward my dream, that one day I would have my own talk show. It's a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, from Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor, never knowing my mother or father. It's a long shot. 
no college training, labeled educable, mentally retarded, but I kept running toward my dream. If you want to make your dream become reality, the people that are running at their dreams know that it's possible that you can live your dream, that it's necessary, that you're relentless, that you have a plan of action, that you are creative. The people that are living their dream of finding winners to attach themselves to, the people that are living their dreams of a people that know that it's, if it's going to happen, it's up to them. And they're resolving within themselves, it's not over until I win. It ain't over. Yes. Until we win, bestie. <laughs> Until we win. We're going to keep running and running and running. Y'all going to keep seeing us pop up on y'all live, on YouTube, on, 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 on Spotify. Y'all going to keep seeing us. We're going to keep running and running and running until we get where we're going. And I hope y'all yeah. do the same thing with your dreams, with your aspirations. Yeah. I don't care how many times you fail. Get back up and start over. If you really want it, keep doing it. Don't don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. It'll be so many days. Best they tell you. Mm -hmm. I be like, I just don't know if this is gonna work. Oh, yes. I ain't seen a lot of comments. I don't know what's going on at my on my post. Now right. we see people contacting us, telling yep. us that we're doing a good job, they love us. But them comments, baby, I be like, it gets me down. But you mm -hmm. know what? I don't give up. Mm -mm. I don't give up. This is mm -mm. what I like to do. This is what makes me happy to mm -hmm. be on here talking to y'all. It makes me so happy. And then to do it with Bestie is just even better. I couldn't ask for a better um, co-host to do this with. Real oh, you ain't the Bestie. I love you, Bestie. <laughs> you so damn silly. I love you too, Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, you guys, keep striving for your dreams. You know, don't give up. We thank you guys um, for coming out on Wind down, wind down Wednesdays mm -hmm. and Friday is Cafe Friday. Somebody gonna get paid. Get them coins on Friday. Yeah, three times is gonna get something. Okay. And, uh, we finna go ahead and close out the show. Y'all pray for me tomorrow, my first day back. I'm praying for you, best at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm praying. I'm just praying. For them, at, you know, I was looking at this thing the other day, and uh, this person had went back to work. They had been on vacation. They forgot they hold you. <laughs> I was like, I hope that I have to my bed. Girl, I I'm hope like, it don't. This been a long thirteen days, but the thirteen days went so quickly, so quick, Misty. Yes, yes. It I was did. like, damn, it's over already. It's over. It's over. But you guys, we love you. We love you. We love you. It's time for our outro. Yes, so, I love it. And we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We love you. We love you. We love you.